What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 16 quarterback start sits. So going through every single week 16 matchup, talking about every single starting quarterback, and then listing them as either a start fringe option or a sit. So the starts are going to be your mid to high end QB ones, the guys you would fire up as your starting quarterback with a lot of confidence, the fringe options, more of your back end QB ones, high end QB twos, they're not terrible options. You're fine with it, but you're probably not overly excited to be playing them. And then the sits, the uh, quarterbacks that you would prefer to keep on your bench. Already put out my running back and wide receiver start sits. The tight ends will be out today also. So check those out if you guys are interested and then swing back within the next two days and I'll have my oppositional uh, rankings. But let's just dive right into the Saints-Rams matchup. For the Saints, we actually have Derek Carr coming off a solid fantasy game in one where uh, Chris Olave did not play. So nice game out of Jarrett Carr fantasy-wise, but he just hasn't stacked enough consistent games for me to actually trust him. So he's going to be a sit for me. Looking at the Rams here, this isn't a great matchup for opposing fantasy quarterbacks here against the Saints, but Matthew Stafford's been rolling over the past few weeks. I feel like at this point, you just got to ride the hot hand. He's probably more in like that QB 8, 9, maybe 10 territory. So you know, getting close to that back end QB1 range, but I still think he'll qualify as like a mid-tier QB1 guy, and I do have him as a uh, start this week. Now, looking at the Bengals-Steelers matchup, for the Bengals, Jake Browning logged another solid game. He does take a pretty decent hit with Jamar Chase likely missing some time, so I think you probably could have argued him as a start if Chase was healthy. With no Chase, I think he's more of a fringe option, probably like a high-end QB2 losing his top weapon, but I'm not overly concerned about this uh, Steelers matchup. And then for the Steelers, it looks like they're rolling out Mason Rudolph. Um, I mean, Pickett's hurt. Trubisky clearly wasn't the answer. I don't think Mason Rudolph's going to be the answer. He is definitely going to be a uh, sit for me. Looking at the Bills-Chargers matchup, I mean, a few weeks ago, this would have been a uh, game with a lot of quarterback firepower. Now we just have that uh, firepower on one side with Josh Allen here. You fire him up as a locked-in start. Very strange, um, I guess, kind of game script for the Bills. They were just blowing out the Cowboys. Josh Allen really didn't have to do a ton. So I wouldn't think that's going to be like a consistent week-to-week thing. They may go a little bit more run-heavy, but Josh Allen is still going to be a very nice QB1 option. And then for the Chargers here, um, definitely going to be sitting east and stick. I think fantasy-wise, it didn't even end up being a terrible day, um, just based on like all the garbage time production. But Definitely, I'm not considering playing uh, Easton Stick in my fantasy lineup. In the next one, we're going to have the Colts taking on the Falcons. And I think Gardner Minshew is a fine fringe option. He's been like a decent option over the last three, four weeks. This Falcons matchup hasn't been terrible for opposing quarterbacks. So if you are desperate, you need someone off waivers, or you know, you've had an injury, got out for the season, I think Minshew's a fine option to kind of throw in there for the Falcons. Desmond Ritter definitely not coming off a very rough game, um, has the weapons around him, just really just not getting it done there at the quarterback position for the Falcons. In the next one, we have the Packers taking on the Panthers. Now, this has been a pretty tough matchup for uh, opposing fantasy quarterbacks here going up against this Panthers defense. I still think Jordan Love is a fine fringe option. Um, I'd feel a lot better if Christian Watson was healthy, but even without Watson, I think he's in that fringe tier. And then for the Panthers, I mean, definitely going to be sitting Bryce Young. Uh, no surprise there. Then we have the Browns taking on the Texans. And for the Browns, it wasn't looking great early on, but Joe Flacco kind of brings it home towards the end of the game. 
He has made three starts. He has had three very solid fantasy performances. I'm not super scared off by this uh, Texan defense. So I think Joe Flacco is a nice like high-end to mid-tier QB2 play. And then for the Texans here, there are definitely some things up in the air, um, starting off with CJ Stroud's health. Still in concussion protocol, missed the uh, week 15 game. If he makes his return, I think worst case scenario, he'll be a fringe option. If Nico Collins is back, I think you'll probably consider him more of a start with Nico Collins, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. It's not a terrible supporting cast. Um, obviously, this is a tough matchup here against the Browns, which is why I wouldn't love CJ Stroud with no Nico Collins, but I still think you could argue him in like that you know, high to mid-tier QB2 range. And then if CJ Stroud is not able to give it a go, um, you're definitely sitting Case Keenum in this tough matchup here against the Browns. In the next one, we have a divisional matchup between the Lions and the uh, Vikings. For the Lions here, Jared Goff coming off a huge game. I think that was the uh, Saturday night game. So coming off a big game, nice to see. He's going to be a fringe option for me, um, kind of just where he settles in on the season. This Vikings defense maybe wasn't great against the uh, Bengals, but they've been pretty solid over the uh, recent stretch. So I view Jared Goff as more of like a high-end QB2 play. And then for the Vikings here, Nick Mullins didn't have a terrible fantasy game. Um, but I mean, this is just not a guy I want to be playing here. There's not a ton of stability there with the uh, Vikings quarterback position. It feels like if he struggles, he could have a quick leash, get pulled. Just not a situation I really want to get uh, involved with here. In the next one, we have the Commanders taking on the Jets. And speaking of getting pulled, we had Sam Howell get pulled uh, late in the game against the Rams. Seems like they're going to roll with him moving forward, but I feel like that's just an added risk here. Um, Sam Howell prior to last game had been a really, really strong fantasy option. And it seems like things are kind of, you know, falling apart here just based on this really tough matchup here against the Jets. And then the fact that the commanders have already shown that they're willing to, you know, pull him out of the game, bring in Jacoby Brissett. Brissett looked really good. So I honestly went back and forth between sit and fringe option. I still list him as a fringe, but I do think there's, you know, reason to be concerned here. It's not a good matchup. If he struggles here, maybe he gets pulled not in the fourth quarter this time, maybe third quarter or second quarter, whatever happens. I feel like his floor just really, really shrunk with what we saw in uh, week 15. And then for the Jets, um, it seems like if Zach Wilson's healthy, he'll be the quarterback. If not, they'll go with Simeon. Both these guys are going to be assets for me, even in a nice matchup here against the Commanders. And then looking at the Seahawks taking on at the Titans, for the Seahawks, I'm going to have Geno Smith as a fringe option, um, Drew Locke as a sit, not a ton of clarity here with the health of Geno Smith. If he's able to go, I think he's a fine option. Really wouldn't love playing Drew Locke, um, but if you're overly desperate, I get it. For the Titans here, Will Levis kind of banged up. He's going to be a sit for me. I think he's definitely shown some solid flashes, but fantasy-wise, it really just hasn't uh, come together over the past few weeks. And then we're going to have the Jaguars taking on the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence currently in uh, concussion protocol. Now, if Trevor Lawrence is able to play and Zay Jones is healthy, I think we probably have him as a start if you know there's no injury concerns because this is a nice matchup here against this Buck secondary. If there's no Zay Jones, this wide receiver room's just not feeling great. He's probably more of like that back-end QB1 territory. If Lawrence is out, definitely going to be uh, sitting Bethard. And then for the Buccaneers, we have Baker coming off a huge game. I think Baker's a nice fringe option. I could see an argument for like back-end QB1 territory. I'd probably fall more like that high-end QB2 area, but definitely someone who's playable here going up against the Jaguars. Then looking at the Cardinals and Bears matchup here, we have two quarterbacks with some rushing upside. 
Uh, for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray didn't have a great game against a uh, very tough 49ers defense. Definitely not as tough of a defense here against the Bears, but this Bears defense has definitely been solid um, ever since the trade deadline. So I think Kyler Murray is a fringe option, probably like that high-end QB2 territory. And then for the Bears, Justin Fields didn't have a great game against the uh, Browns, but he was fine. He's going to get that rushing production. He, there were definitely some points left out there by his receivers. I mean, he had a beautiful deep pass to uh, Tunyon, just completely, you know, biffed that one. And then he had the Hail Mary. He had the two picks on two Hail Marys, which is just tough luck. So I like the matchup here against this Cardinals defense, and I'd be firing up Justin Fields with a lot of confidence here. Then we're going to have the Cowboys taking on the Dolphins. Definitely one of the uh, bigger matchups of the week. And for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott coming off a really, really rough game. I'm not fading off of him after one tough performance. He's been playing at a super, super high level. I still like him as a start here, probably like that mid-tier QB1 territory. And then for the Dolphins, um, I have two as a fringe option. We saw the Bills put up a lot of points against the Cowboys, but it really wasn't through the air. So Tua, hopefully he gets Tyreek Hill back. I think best case scenario, he's probably like that back-end QB1 area. And then pivoting over to the Patriots-Broncos matchup. For the Patriots, I'm definitely going to be uh, sitting Bailey Zappi. Just not an offense I really want to have a ton of pieces of. And then for the uh, Broncos here, Russell Wilson in a pretty ugly game from the uh, Broncos still comes away with a decent fantasy line. He's kind of just been in like that 14 to like 19 fantasy point range week to week, which is pretty much like the definition of a uh, fringe option at this point. And then looking at the uh, Raiders-Chiefs divisional matchup, going to be a uh, clear sit for me here with Aiden O'Connell. I know he's coming off a pretty impressive uh, Thursday night game against the Chargers. I just don't think that's the uh, Raiders, you know, look we're going to get here against the Chiefs. They were coming off just getting shut out by the uh, Vikings defense. Chiefs defense has been pretty tough. O'Connell is going to be a pretty clear sit for me. And then I've actually dropped Patrick Mahomes to a fringe option. This is kind of just where he's like settled in on the season. Obviously his uh, supporting cast has not been great. And the Raiders also haven't been a super easy defense to go up against for opposing quarterbacks. So I still think he'll be in my top 12 weekly quarterbacks, but I definitely don't think he's like a set it and forget it option. Um, just at this point with the weapons around him, I'd still take him as the best quarterback in the NFL, but the weapons do matter at this point. And then uh, another divisional matchup between the Giants and the Eagles. For the Giants here, definitely going to be uh, sitting Tommy DeVito coming off a rough one. Uh, and then for the Eagles here, Definitely firing up Jalen Hurts as a high-end QB1 play every single week. And then the final game of the week, a stacked matchup here across the board. Ravens going up against the 49ers. I'm firing up both these quarterbacks. I understand it's a tough matchup for both. Love Lamar Jackson, ton of ceiling using his legs. And then for the 49ers here, Brock Purdy surrounded by stud weapons. I think both these quarterbacks will be fine, even going up against uh, top-tier NFL defenses. So that's going to wrap it up for every single quarterback here in week uh, 16. Hopefully you guys have a nice option to fire up into your lineup for the semifinal game. Any uh, fantasy questions, drop them down below. If you enjoyed, hit that like button and I will uh, see you guys in the next one.